0: Welcome to episode 78 of Movies in 4K. I am Bill Shetty. I'm Lady Phantom. And you're hearing our bonus music right now. And this is not your typical bonus, Lady Phantom. No, it's not. This is our one-year anniversary episode special. Thunderous applause. Yes. This is a big day for us here. Not missed one week lady phantom
1: (laughs) yeah sometimes it's like doing much more than a week
0: (laughs) yes and you're going to hear about that we will not be covering any specific 4k movies on this but this is more of a celebratory episode that we're going to break down into three segments we're going to do a quick statistical segment Then we're going to do a five sort of Q&A that we came up with of things that we've learned over this year, really headstrong into this 4K format. And then finally, we're going to end the show off with basically the Phantom and I's sort of surprising results and things that we were blown away with and stuff like that. Before we get going, I do want to make mention that we have a bonus episode coming out a few days after this. So like I said, we cover a movie review on every episode. This one we're not, but we're releasing an extra bonus in a few days from a fan request. So just stay tuned a little bit longer if you're looking for that new 4k review
1: so this is like bonusception bonus in the bonus yes (laughs) and now you're going to
0: get our (laughs) extended music track at the end because this is a full track we have it cut for the interlude there you're going to get to hear the full song which is pretty cool but i'm ready you're ready right yes we are and we just want to say thank you to everyone out there that has subscribed commented left fan requests
1: everything you have all been so nice and so kind and and really like you inspire us to do more stuff because exactly. it, it just feels so good to know that we are helping people we are actually succeeding at what we set up to do
0: yes and this is like we said before on back on an earlier episode or two that this was something we wanted when we got into 4k movies and nobody did it hmm You yeah. know, this we're saving people money, we're telling them good releases to get to show off your system while covering movie reviews in every genre under the sun.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just when you see a few people here and there on YouTube or something, they they do their reviews for 4K's and then everything is A plus. Mm-hmm. It's like many times I've, I've told you when we watch those things, if everything is A+, plus, then nothing is. Correct. So it's really cool, I think, to have some kind of reliable information.
0: And that's what we think we are. <laughs> We're providing <laughs> a you <laughs> a new movie every <laughs> week. Because these 4K discs are expensive. And since there's so many re-release 4ks of older movies it's very important if this is worth another purchase of movies that you've got in the past yeah if this quality is an uptick if it benefits and what have you lastly thank you for all the letterbox followers we've both received many appreciate that you can follow us there com. the links are at the bottom and for lady phantom i'm not aware of this but i'm sure she's gained twitter followers
1: yeah i've gained some followers and i do thank you for that because you know if you follow me i will always let you know when we release anything a new episode a new bonus episode or a new written review
0: Yes. So it's time. Let's start our first segment. This will be quick. It's just some statistics that we wanted to let you know. Now, we are recording this a little ahead of time, and you'll see how I list some of these statistics because it goes by our listener base and total listeners and stuff like that. So this is accurate, and you're going to see by our first one, we have over... 6,000 listeners per episode, over 6,000. Since we're recording ahead of time, we don't have an exact figure, but I know it's over 6,000 <laughs> per episode. And the last time we made mention of this, we were at 5,000. So we've gotten another 1,000 per episode this is. Each episode, we have that many listeners. Now, total listeners we've had since the beginning stages is 14,000 wow yes now some of these probably are repeat listeners if you haven't subscribed yet get that subscription we're listed on like 15 different podcasting archive sites so get that so you don't miss anything we'd appreciate that and some probably don't like us and just haven't heard us again (laughs) but (laughs) in total we've had fourteen thousand. all right we have over don't have an exact number again 600 comments left on the guest book
1: oh that's so
0: cool that is awesome yeah that's over 10 a week right because 10 a week would be 520 yeah
1: yeah and the and the cool thing there is that yes we do have many listeners and we thank you that go and sign it repeatedly but also every time we have uh new messages chances are it will be someone that hadn't left a comment before
0: so that is really cool and they're just saying thank you pretty much they're not repeat offenders but they're just letting us know they listened and they're appreciating so any comments we get as you know we respond within that same day because they have to be approved through the website so once we get them within that day either the phantom or i will respond so thank you on that Next, during the whole year, we've covered 25 extra 4K movie reviews dedicated to requests from the fans. 25. That is almost one every other week. Yeah. That is a lot. So keep them coming. We love doing the bonus episodes. It doesn't matter what genre movie it is. You've heard us. We rate the movie based on the movie, not our personal opinions. But when we do like something more or less, we let you know. But we provide, we feel, an accurate rating to the movie itself and not our biases. Because some of the movies I've covered personally i haven't liked as much but i give it an accurate rating and vice versa same yeah. thing happens
1: yeah that's you true. know what i
0: mean there's some movies i wish i could have gave her nine or ten but to be a critic it's not fair because if there's some flaws or something i picked out that wasn't up to oscar worthiness mm-hmm. i'm gonna let you know yeah so we appreciate all them And to let you know, go to that guest book. Just let us know any movie you want covered, and we will do it. No questions asked. You're added to the queue. Next stat is, for the whole year, this actually blows me away. We covered 106 movies, Phantom. That is during the podcast, of course, the bonuses, and our written reviews that is averaging more than two a week
1: wow. grades
0: and ratings of movies you are getting mm-hmm. now i don't know if we're gonna top that this year
1: probably and we, we still might. have a you lot to do yeah we still have a lot oh to do. yeah
0: there's no end in sight in this i mean this podcast is going to continue but that is going to be a feat if we topple that this year come on people request <laughs> And I'll tell you what, we do have a lot of written reviews that we got to get to too and sequels and all these type things. So there's going to be many more of them because as you know, we are only covering one movie in a franchise to be fair. All the rest will be written wise. Yeah. It gives you extra reviews, not only, and a wider array of movies because if you don't like X-Men somebody probably wouldn't even listen to all the eight X-Men movies yeah. for example or the Star Wars or whatever. that's why we cover them written any extra ones or sequels or stuff like that to be fair.
1: Yeah and if and it would and this will happen if at some point or when at some point we review the last movie in a franchise, then later on you will find the written reviews for the previous movies
0: correct the last stat in this category is interesting and it's broken down this goes by how good we think 4k movies are and it's broken down of those 106 movies we covered on our grading scale 59 percent is all is worthy so that's basically six out of ten
1: yeah A little bit more. So that that.
0: is not too good. And I think (sighs) it could even be worse going forward, Lady Phantom, because of the pandemic. There's a lot of these catalog titles that are coming out.
1: That are old movies. Yes. That
0: they're really not putting the time in. We're gonna get more into that in our QA segment. But fifty nine percent has been worthy. Sixteen percent is reference quality, is all.
1: Oh, that's too low.
0: I know. That's basically one in every seven disc.
1: Yeah, but then, I mean, yes. It now is that's low.
0: Reference. That's basically the best in the video and the best in the audio. Yeah. Because currently, Lady Phantom, we have 18 out of that 106 that are reference, demo-worthy, show everybody it's the best of the best.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's low, but at the same time, if it is reference material, it's because it's the best of the best. Right. And it just
0: can't be that many. And I will say, the stars have to align there. You know, yes. and this is not based on the movie we want to let you know. We got some lower-rated movies in there, but are demo-worthy.
1: Absolutely. And some pe- <laughs> some movies that you personally really don't like, but they look amazing.
0: Exactly. So... Yeah, I'm kinda with Phantom. This is the best of the best. One out of sevens, not too bad. As a 4K collector and reviewer and wanting the best on the format, every disc we put in, every new movie we put in, we want reference material. I of mean, course. we're paying a lot of money for these. But I feel the stars have to align. It's gotta have the right cinematography. It's got to have the right action scenarios. It's got to be a movie that looks good in the wide color gamut. You know, there is other factors in this.
1: Yeah, and it has to have sound also. And I'm
0: just going to make an example, which we're going to be doing throughout this episode, is, for example, the movie Philadelphia that we reviewed way back. It looks incredible, unlike anything you've ever seen it's an older movie what 90s right yeah Lady 93 Phantom. 94 but when mm-hmm. we first put it in and seen tom hanks's big face just on the screen because there's a lot of close-ups in that movie they do a lot of zoom up on faces yeah. it just looks amazing it's not a demo worthy disc it has grain it has flaws It don't have the best sound but you're excited for that
1: Yeah, I mean, it looks like it really feels like back to what I used to or we used to say before, not so much anymore. But it it really feels so nice and so cool when it's a movie you've seen i don't know five times more before and you feel like you're watching it again for the very first time because it looks that good yeah
0: that is a good feeling with 4k when it feels like wow i never seen that or oh my god that looks so good
1: yeah oh like oh that was the color of his hair yes. i never noticed yeah
0: yes exactly and the last little subcategory is 30 percent is poor releases That's not just unworthy. It's what we granted as poor. It could have been a C or C minus. Definitely D's and below are in that. Mm -hmm. But it could be some of them C's and C minuses too, because there is a few percentage in there where it's like, yeah, it looks a little better if it's your favorite movie. Get it on 4K for an extra five bucks, but it's not by no means blow you away. It might look a little clearer, stuff like that. But 30% has been poor releases. So that is three out of 10. That is a waste of money. That is studios not doing the work on them and doing money grabs, which we're going to be covering. Yes. All right. Let's jump up to the next segment. This is going to be called Things We Learned. Five things we learned. I'm just gonna state what we're covering and then we're just gonna go back and forth a few minutes. First topic: OLED TVs versus QLED versus generic cheaper 4K TVs. What have we learned, Lady Phantom?
1: Well, OLEDs look amazing. <laughs> that i've learned
0: yes you know
1: what i with the
0: black levels you can't get any better because they can shut off individual pixels with black levels so black is black because there's no light coming in there
1: yeah and the thing with OLED is that it's very much black or white it's very much all or nothing either it does a huge favor to the movie and it looks amazing or it highlights all the flaws true no in between
0: And on the OLED, the vibrancy, because you got such a wide contrast ratio, because the contrast ratio on OLEDs is infinite. Yeah. Because it's black. It's true black. There's no light. It's true black, and it goes all the way up to the whitest of whites and all the gamut in between there. And I will say certain colors on the OLED. Really shine over the QLEDs, and I'm talking about expensive QLEDs by Samsung or even the Sony best TVs and LG non OLED TVs. Yellows on the OLED, I don't know what it is, but they like super pop on OLED. Like, oh my god, they're just so vibrant and rich in every shade imaginable on an OLED.
1: Yeah, I've noticed that it's, I mean, yes, yellows for some reason are very, very much a standout, but the warm colors, actually, yellows, oranges, reds, mm-hmm. they are like, oh, wow i never knew this color even existed
0: exactly and
1: greens and blues and purples i mean the, the cool colors yeah they still look great but for some reason warm colors are like yeah, something else they
0: really are in your face and really illuminate the screen and uh, look incredible okay with the cool they do get brighter so if you have a really rich hdr movie For example, I'm going to use Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, which is, wow, what an unbelievable disc this is. Man, it just gets super bright, and it just feels like you're there. Like, it's almost too good at times. It's like, you like giddy watching it. Yeah. Because it gets so bright, and you see the darks and the shadows, and it stands out, and it is really mind-blowing at times yeah. i still prefer the oled i think it has a better picture overall but if you're in a room with light you can't block all windows and it's not pitch dark q leds are the way to go or an expensive led tv yeah. one of the better ones
1: exactly i just remember <laughs> i mean you guys know because Probably you listened, but Van Helsing, I love that movie. I know it's dumb and it's corny and it's goofy, but I love it. And I, I don't know. I just had the biggest smile watching that movie, which we did in OLED because it, it
0: was mind-blowing. Oh, the black and white My, beginning oh. scene in that movie is unbelievably good. Like, I mean. Because we covered a couple black and white films And remember, this is an older movie, Phantom. This is 2004. This was a grainy movie. They DNR'd it and blew out the contrast. And it is, to this day, one of only four A-plus discs. Yeah. The best of the best.
1: I mean, how do you make fire pop when such fire is black and white? Yes. (laughs) You know, it's like, What? But but it happens. And that movie does it beautifully.
0: And I'll give you another example for a QLED TV that a scene that really shines when it's super bright is in the shallows when there's a lot of blood underwater when she gets oh, injured. Oh, yes. The screen just goes to this bright red within this gorgeous blue underwater scene and it just fills your eyes with candy. It's like <laughs> unbelievably good. Like,
1: yeah, it's yeah. just
0: one of them scenes where that extra brightness that a QLED provides just brings it right to you no matter if there's lights on in the room or what's going on
1: yeah that that gives eye candy a whole new meaning really yes
0: it does now on to the generic 4ks or cheaper 4k tvs now i mean we ain't rich <laughs> a lot of people don't want to spend thousands of dollars on tvs and they'll go into best buy or walmart and get the six seven hundred dollar 4k tv but we gotta tell you you are missing so much and the main problem with the generic or cheaper 4k tvs and i don't mean generic by a no-name brand i do mean that too but samsung sony lg all these manufacturers make cheaper sets too mm-hmm. where you can get a 500 65 inch tv it's their low-end model I'll tell you what, it's worth saving up because you get so much bleeding of the backlight through and you never get anywhere near a black screen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you got a letterbox movie on, you're seeing the white glow at the top and bottom. You're not getting the fastest speed. You're going to get judder in the movie. It doesn't have the best panels in them. I really recommend just saving up if you haven't come to 4K yet or you do have a lower end TV, just save up until you can get a better TV because it makes such a difference, Lady Phantom.
1: Absolutely. I I mean, ah, there are so many times that, I mean, you even go to Best Buy, you know, and you see this, the set they have there—they have all the TVs, and you can see it right there. I mean, they have the the cheaper TVs against the ones that have all the bells and whistles, and and, and it shows.
0: Oh, but that's not even accurate. To no, get because them home there's a lot of actual study. and
1: I mean, yeah, those TVs are situated like specifically to look good. But even there, I mean, you can tell the difference, and you want one of those TVs where you are watching whatever you're watching and you feel like you can touch the flower you know like yes that makes a difference
0: this is the latest format and tv prices have come way down for 4k and that's why we really wanted to cover this topic is you can get a really cheap 4k tv for three four hundred dollars a 50 and they're not worth it you're going to be so disappointed you're going to be wondering what are they talking about this don't look that good it's a little fuzzy it don't get that bright i'm seeing bleed through a light and it really does matter more than any other format more than blu-ray more than dvd and also with that remember when you have a 4k set doesn't matter if you're watching regular tv or netflix or amazon prime and it's not in 4k it up converts and all that gadgetry and technology in there up converts it to a 4k picture and the lower end tvs just some of them look really bad and you're gonna be disappointed
1: absolutely i mean if you're gonna spend that money anyway you know like hopefully you can save a little bit more for a better tv because it's really worth it
0: right and i would even suggest going down a size if you think you know you don't have all the money and you're close to getting it instead of a 65 get a 50 a better 50 inch you're gonna be much more happy we know the bigger the tv the better if your room suffices but yeah we really recommend if you don't have that much money it's better to get a lower size but get a better tv yeah all right second topic and this is interesting because we've covered this in a few episodes and it is is Dolby Atmos a Ah. gimmick (laughs)
1: Uh, you know Carl said when we had him on on recently exactly something that is very, very true. Like if the movie is filmed with Atmos in mind, that makes a big difference because then like you are like in the action, you are included, you feel like you're in the movie. But if not, many times the movies have this problem in which it almost seems like the person that works on the sound remembers like, oh my, I need to, to have an overhead sound. And they just do one sound in the whole movie. And then it sounds like a gimmick because it's like, dude, it's Atmos. I want the movie in Atmos, not just a scene like what's going on
0: i personally for the most part and i'm the sound guy i've been in sound my whole life i went to college for sound engineering and everything like that i really think it's a gimmick for the most part i'll tell you what outside of the demo worthy discs where we've highlighted where there's a lot of overheads it's got to be another specific movie like kong skull island for example Um, mortal engines is another great example that utilizes overheads a lot i'll tell you what save up more for that 4k better 4k set than that receiver that supports atmos now you do need surrounds you gotta at least have dolby digital 5.1 preferably seven speakers ones on the side too or four in the back but I really think you're not missing much if you don't have an Atmos setup. I've been disappointed way more than I've been enthralled. Let's put it that way.
1: Yeah, yeah, it happens. (laughs) And
0: like Phantom said, some of these older titles that they are up converting and adding channels. Well, for one, you want that as a collector. You want something new. You want a new experience. But if you're not going to do it or put sounds above you and a lot of times in the rear too in these older movies uh-huh. they don't have many surrounds either yeah then don't market it as Atmos. this is a new track and it's got one little rain scene in it that you hear for 10 seconds
1: yeah like say i don't know 7.1 5.1 but like don't promise something that you are not delivering because it's really disappointing
0: right phantom all right next topic utilization of hdr
1: well i think that is the biggest difference between watching a movie in 4k and not like really because that pop that good hdr gives you is not comparable to anything else
0: i'll agree the high dynamic range on the disc is so important now i don't think there's many current discs that don't come with hdr there's a few Mm -hmm. but you do want to check if you're getting an obscure title or something like that for example your favorite horror movie of the year color out of space wasn't even produced with hdr
1: i know and that was a perfect movie to do it because i mean that 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 is one colorful movie it's not by any means the most colorful movie ever but it has beautiful colors and it was a perfect chance and it didn't have hdr
0: it is a boutique studio though that's why i say if you look for these cult classic movies or ones that don't get a lot of release hype just make sure it has hdr because that is a main difference over standard blu-ray is that high dynamic range that contrast ratio the more vivid colors now during this topic too lady phantom i wanted to discuss our displeasement (laughs) of some of these discs that claim to be HDR and maybe have a logo that shines that makes it HDR or some minimalist effect just to get that HDR badge on the disc. Yeah, We've had more than a few where HDR was super underutilized.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And also I want to mention here that because i don't know i think at least myself i sometimes tend to relate hdr to big colorful movies and while this That's is very true. commonly the case i mean th- i mean many times it is the case it's not necessarily true like for example the revenant that movie is bleak it's neutral in colors and everything but the hdr is utilized Beautifully. Like the contrast, the trees, the snow, the textures, it's like
0: Yeah, the whites uh, and browns I and I
1: know, yeah. So it's not necessary for a movie to be super colorful to use good HDR. Right,
0: because and remember that's not the wide color gamut. Yeah. Which is a separate thing that all four K discs have. Versus supposedly have the most shades of colors and i think they do because they go by a color spec so even over blu-ray you are going to see more shades of colors for the most part
1: yeah and also it's not only for newer movies like the first example that comes to mind is t2 i mean oh, what i yeah. use of hdr in a movie from 1990
0: absolutely lady phantom no One. doubt there <laughs> 1991 okay this next topic is a bane of contention and i'm sick of hearing about this through other critics and Let it me bothers guess. me guess. grain no ah. <laughs> no everybody knows where our thoughts on grain yeah. so we're not really covering that on this we've said it almost every episode that has grain so yeah No, it's this, does true 4K matter? Uh oh And just a little backstory, if you haven't heard a lot of our episodes, if you're coming in new, basically, you can have true 4K, which means it's coming from a source and they're making it with 4K pixels. A lot of animated movies, movies with CGI or older movies, they'll make them in 2k it's called a digital intermediary and then they're up converted on the disc instead of being true 4k oh my god lady phantom i'll say it and then your thoughts this does not matter don't research it Don't listen to anybody say, oh my God, this is a 2K up convert. I don't even want to bother. And it gets stuck in some of these critic heads. Oh, well, it's not 4K, true 4K, so then it can't be the best of the best. That is pure hogwash a la It from 2017, which has amazing black levels, pops in every scene, but it's a 2K upconvert and looks incredible.
1: Yeah. And then you have the opposite, like Gremlins, which yes. we just covered, which is a true 4K, and it looks horrible.
0: Funnily enough, Lady Phantom, a lot of these old movies that were shot on film, they you know run it through the reel-to-reel reel and convert it right to the 4K spec. Well, that just highlights all the grain more and more and more. Yeah. And they don't utilize digital noise reduction, which the Phantom and I are a fan of most of the time, unless it softens the image too much, which they can do. We've only got a couple examples of that, but we like that grain tamped down, but we're getting off of that, this topic. Just don't pay attention to any other blog or site or anywhere else that criticize, oh, this is only a 2K digital intermediary and it was up-converted, so it can't be the best of the best. Hogwash, I can show you our local cable news looks way better in HD up-converted to 4K than some of these movies we've covered. (laughs) And that, By is, far. that is
1: sadly true. Yeah.
0: And that's standard 1080p yeah. that's <laughs> upconverted. So this yes. is nothing for you to worry and just don't pay attention to it. Sometimes we'll mention it just to let you know, but don't worry about it. Our last topic in the things we've learned over a year is basically money grabs. You've heard us mention this time and time again during our written reviews and some of our podcast episodes, and this is basically movies pre-2015. 4K Blu-rays came out in 2015. They didn't take off till 2016, and really not even till 2017, till it hit the mainstream. So any movie before that, 4K wasn't even a thought. Yeah. So we're talking about all these studio releases that we feel they're not putting in the time. And I'm just going to say it, Phantom. We use the term a lot. We're going to continue to use it. But it is purely to get the fans of these movies. It's one of their favorite movies. It's a cult classic. It was a popular movie back in the day. And they're just not doing the work. They're basically just taking what they've already had on many blu-ray releases regular blu-ray releases and just transferring it to 4k maybe modifying a thing here and there but they're just not doing any work and i'll use an example of a bonus episode we had not too long ago beverly hills cop yeah yes we have several examples of these money grabs
1: yeah way too many for my taste and i just mentioned gremlins there, there's tremors there's Batman. bram stoker's Dracula.
0: oh, oh
1: bad man yeah but
0: bram stoker's even though that was a low rated disc they did utilize hdr in that well movie, yeah though.
1: yeah i did some yeah. of
0: these don't utilize anything whatsoever tremors was a great example
1: yeah but yeah you're right because with dracula there were scenes where like you could see a lot and hdr was very nice and there was nice coloring and everything but yeah like that beverly hills cop for example like, yeesh. and then you know what i was thinking also
0: well because let's you name a couple more of these first keep that thought lady phantom we got underworld which is uh hit to us we love the underworld franchise and oh my god that thing was so grainy and lack of hdr use and it's like what are you doing and funnily enough they only released the original one and the latest one on 4k if they come out with the other ones don't bother
1: no i mean if they're gonna do the same
0: exactly and i also want to cover lady phantom is some studios get more recognition than others now i'm not big into knowing every studio every movie that they've done like i'm not like a catalog guy like i know you pop a movie off oh that's a sony movie or oh that's a paramount but what i have come to realize is i get excited when i see universal yeah other critics they're happy with sony releases both of us have said they're i don't think they're hit or miss they do do better titles than a lot of the other ones i think they're more like a 60 40 ratio
1: yeah with sony what i've noticed is that their newer titles are really good but when there's something from the catalog something that that they transfer to 4k or that they do their 4k the, their native 4k thing but it's an old movie it's not always good it's actually many times really bad
0: yeah and i've just noticed now universal has had some i wouldn't say dogs but where they didn't do up the snuff in my opinion but for the most part the ones that we have seen i get excited when i see universal coming on the front of the movie yeah for the most part
1: i agree the others are eh, i'm paramount i also tend to like and warner brothers like i i'm like okay okay something may be coming and we're
0: talking about usually older titles because most of the newer digitally shot movies we're not talking about in this category.
1: Yeah, because chances are they will be good.
0: (laughs) Right, they might not be the best, they might not have a lot of HDR or something, it might not be the type of film, they might not have the type of sound, but we are in money grabs here, so I think that's important.
1: Yeah, and what I was, my thought that I had before, I think there are also a few movies, a few, thankfully, that are, that I call a money grab, even though it's just the style of the movie, that's the, the that's why it looks the way it looks. For example, BFW, You know, right. like that is a newer movie, but because of the style of movie, it's like, dude, why did you even put it in 4K? It looks
0: horrible. And I will say Three from Hell was another one. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this movie, Because this movie got a higher grade because we had a guest on and I think he was way too liberal on his rating. (laughs) But it is one of the worst 4K discs, in my opinion, for a new release. Arrival? Yes, and it goes Mm -hmm. to stylistic, director's choice, whatever you want to call it. But for a newer movie... It should have been personally in the F category. It end up making a C because if we have a guest on, we got to be fair. Their grades included in that. But yeah, that is a movie. Buy it on DVD or Blu-ray. People like oh Blu-ray, it,
1: Blu-ray because I mean it is detail and the the the. It's not even that
0: detail. This movie no, has I mean, a sheen over it the whole time. Yeah, uh, true fog,
1: but it's just bleak and foggy, right? So I I think Blu-ray is fine for that.
0: All right, that'll wrap up that segment. Let's get to our final segment in this one-year anniversary special. Okay, these are going to be a little different. We came up with five little headings here, and we are going to tell you our favorites or what we like the best out of these topics. Now, let's start, in your opinion, Lady Phantom, what was the most surprising 4K release and why?
1: Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. And why? I just, I, I wasn't prepared for that. I mean, I had never watched that movie before, but it being the the type of movie that it is, you know, I love Van Helsing and all of that, which was also very surprising. I just wasn't prepared for so much beauty.
0: Yes, it is one (laughs) of the four best of the best top dog a plus. Yeah, it was totally purchased by us because it was $4 brand new. We knew nothing about the movie whatsoever. And from the opening scene to the ending finale, This movie is so beautiful. And I'll tell you what, I enjoyed the movie, I think, because it looks so gorgeous. It was shot so well. The color is absolutely stunning everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's like it's the perfect package. It is. Well, to me, at least, it is a decent movie. It's not the greatest. It's far from the greatest.
0: But you but will watch it, is, it more because it's an A+. Yes.
1: I mean, it is a very decent movie. But as for the, the 4K presentation itself, there isn't a scene where you don't have something beautiful to look at. And not even because of the, or only because of the HDR or something. It's just the cinematography of the of the scene the coloring the everything it's just such a piece the of black art
0: levels the yes. shadow detail yeah the lighting they knew what they were doing and it's so funny because i'll bet you this movie is one of the least sold 4k discs ever yeah please everybody listening this disc is only five or six bucks now we got got it on a sale for four dollars and the phantom didn't even know i just got it and i'm like four dollars we'll cover it on an episode (laughs) whatever (laughs) but i'll tell you what every 4k person out there needs to have this in the collection i don't care if you don't love the movie i don't love the movie i don't love the story arc of it it was way more interesting because it's so good and the sound so good. You will be smiling during this movie just in awe of how beautiful this image is throughout the whole movie, yes. even if you don't like the movie if you think it's silly or stupid or it's corny at times, whatever
1: yeah I mean it's it's a just a popcorn movie. But what a package.
0: Okay, that's Lady Phantom. Mine is a very early on episode. It has to be episode five, something like that. And it is 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> From the 1960s, I was literally blown away. There is, I think, about three minutes a grain at all in this. It's why it didn't get an A-plus from us. A-minus for you, A-minus for me, and an A-plus for our guest, which made it an A overall. But to have a 50-plus-year-old movie look this good makes me know that if these studios take their time put in the work, reconvert it, transfer it, go scene by scene, clean up the film, utilize HDR and wide color gamut to of the full effect. You can have a movie that you would think was made yesterday. The only reason you know this one made yesterday is because the clothes in this movie. Yeah. This movie is unbelievable the monkey scenes in the beginning i'm almost going to compare it to lucy which is our number one movie based on movie rating and 4k grade because that has a ape scene or a monkey scene in it well i'll tell you what this 2001 from 50 years prior gives lucy a run for its money during these monkey scenes
1: yeah and i was also very surprised because i had just heard i mean i had never seen the movie before but i had just heard so much that it was so boring and for some reason i never really felt compelled to watch it i don't know i don't really know why but i loved the movie i thought it was incredibly interesting and then the way it looks i mean come on
0: oh yes and it's in a special package too you get a booklet with it too that describes the making of and has photographs a well put together package i think you can get it for 20 bucks maybe 24.99 it's got to be in your collection anybody that has 4k has got to see this movie It's absolutely incredible. And there's not a movie this old that looks this good that we've seen yet.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, the next unexpected thing we got, Lady Phantom. What was the most surprising movie you liked? Now, this is probably going to affect me more because I haven't seen many other movies outside of horror.
1: Yeah, true.
0: So what did you come up with?
1: Kong, Skull
0: Island. Really?
1: Yeah, I watched Kong when I was little, you know, but I never thought twice of. I mean, I mean, it's a big yeah. You didn't monkey. even want to watch it. I mean, I was like, okay, fine, and and I did watch King Kong, the 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 Peter Jackson movie, and I thought it was decent, you know, but I never imagined that I could actually like a movie about king kong that much and there i was giving it a 10
0: yes me too i I'll mean, tell what? you what we were both blown away on that because i'm not a big kong godzilla fan myself and i grew up with that stuff as a little tot and um what really blew me away in that movie was these other creatures that are in it yeah and it's all digital there's so much animation in here. There is a little grain in that movie in the beginning, but once they get to the island, oh my God, it was a great fun movie. Don't take it serious. But there's comedy in it. John C. Riley plays an excellent oh, he role. he is pitch
1: perfect. That man,
0: Samuel L. Jackson. Oh my God! And just these creatures that they created that look monstrous. You think they are? And the disc looks incredible. Yeah. So you're going by. I'm just want to get this straight. This didn't have to be a top tier disc. No, but, but I was is-
1: really surprised. I liked the movie. Oh, okay. I mean, without even paying attention to the 4K, I was just so enthralled by the the story, you know. And I i was really surprised that I liked it that much. I never in a million years imagined I would give it a ten.
0: All right, you want to know mine? You want to take Do a guess? You tell, Lucy. No. Oh. <laughs> no, no, sci fi is my second well, yeah, that's favorite true. genre. That's true. My most surprising movie, and I almost gave this movie a 10, but it had one thing that bugged the heck out of me. And the movie is Ratatouille. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow. This
0: <laughs> is so fun. The animations were incredible. And it was such an interesting story. And I do have to say, we are into watching cooking videos. That had something to do it. So typically these animated kid movies, you know, I never really liked them, never really got into them. I like real characters, but I was super into this movie and how they're making the dishes. Like, it's so fun. And the only thing that bugged me was how this... The lead character acts at times, but the sound is incredible. Animation, the disc, it's not a demo-worthy disc. It's close. It's B++. Like, it could be. We had a few little thoughts. But just as a movie, I was blown away. I'd watch it anytime. And I thank our fan request because I never want to watch this movie without yeah. it. And it was amazing. I do got to do a subsection here of another movie because I've heard about this movie since it's come out. And I never thought I'd like it as much as I did. I'm not a superhero fan and no stretch of the imagination. But The Dark Knight is a damn good movie. So (laughs) I just had to mention that. I gave that an eight. And I just never thought I'd live up to the hype I've heard ever since that come out. You know, Phantom, I'm especially not a Batman fan. Superman, if I had to watch, I like Wonder Woman. I like some of these other characters. Batman, I was never a fan of. I just thought it was silly. I seen the original Batman stuff growing up. I've seen some of the comics. But this movie had so much hype. It was another fan request, right? And I was like, well, I'm going to have to watch it. And I didn't think it could ever live up to how great this is. It's a fantastic movie. And the disc was well produced. Not a demo worthy disc, but it's in that B range. It looks great. You got to own it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I ever since I watched that movie for the first time, I was, I mean, I knew That right there, there was something incredible. And the other two movies in that little trilogy, Batman Begins and then The Dark Knight Rises, they are good. And they also look good and they have good story, but they are not as good as The Dark Knight. And then I know that you probably have heard this a lot. Ever since they cast Heath Ledger as the Joker, People were up in arms because that kid from, you know, A A Knight's Tale. Like, who's gonna like? He's he can't be the Joker. That guy is the best Joker ever, and I don't care what anybody says. And
0: I'll tell you what, Lady Phantom, you know that I don't like a lot of these digital characters created for these superhero movies. And this movie felt like a real movie.
1: Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. You know what I
0: mean? And it's like the movie Joker. which we have yet to cover which we probably will sometime i personally like the movie joker we haven't covered it on 4k yet but it's that real crime drama story and it doesn't have the crazy acrobats and digital stop motion and stuff like that. that's the
1: whole thing with the with the christopher nolan trilogy actually that it's that kind and the and batman begins and the dark knight rises are the same You have the villains, but they are situated in a very,
0: very real world. All right, let's move on to number three in our most unexpected, Lady Phantom. And that is the most surprising soundtrack.
1: (sighs) You know what? I have to go with Annihilation there. Mm. And it's not bombastic. I mean, it's not a bombastic soundtrack, but it's just so interesting. So... Weird, so full of sounds like <laughs> I, I don't know, it just captured me in a very, very special way. And it's also nostalgic somehow. And
0: it's weird,
1: it's very weird. But I also have to mention here, like as an honorable mention, I think 1970. Really beautiful soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, it's not again, not bombastic or anything. But I really like the music. I mean, it's, it's sad. It's, it's very, yeah, sad.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I got two. I had to mention two on this one because they came right to my mind. And Phantom's going to be happy. This goes with the soundtrack score and sound effects in the movie, but it's the Harry Potters we've seen. I was totally stunned how amazing the first two movies looked we will be covering six more written review wise right there's eight yeah we will be covering them all we have them via written but the first two we've seen oh my god the effects and the score in this it's whimsical it matches this movie the surrounds the effects of creatures and magic stuff going around you you feel totally totally within this world that you're put in in this movie
1: talk about atmos used well (laughs)
0: absolutely incredible it blew me away it makes me excited in a way to watch the other ones because the sound is so good now i'm not a fan of the story and i've criticized the stories tenfold and the phantom knows that but this soundtrack and score and effects is amazing the other one i have to mention and it's with all three we've covered them i downloaded the songs many of them i think i got five It's the John Wicks. Excellent soundtrack. The score and the soundtracks during the action scenes are absolutely incredible. A lot of them have like EDM style music and really bombastic sound and it gets loud and I like the singing in it and I like the score and the drums and the bass that this soundtrack has now the John Wick theme is overused in part two. two I think I it think was. It is. Mm-hmm. I really liked the score, but two they overutilized it. But as a series, what a great soundtrack!
1: Yeah, I totally agree, and it goes perfectly well with the action too. I mean, it's just that they, they they did it so well. Whoever did the soundtrack, it was amazing. Now, as for the Harry Potter, I mean. It's funny because the first three Harry Potter's were scored by John Williams, so I mean you have I I think the third one has uh, a theme somewhere two themes that I really really like, but I mean yeah you do find the theme you know the Hedwig's theme throughout all the movies because that's pretty much the the sound that you go with when you think Harry Potter, but maybe I will be disappointed. Hmm. But I can't wait for you to watch the two Deathly Hallows movies, which are the last ones. They are the only soundtracks that I bought because they are just that great. They are they were done by Alexandre de bla
0: and they are incredible. Yeah, but you don't know how they're going to be produced on the disc. Remember, these Harry Potters are all in Atmos, and yeah. they did the right job what you expect with the movies because the surround fills the environment all around you during all these mystical magical scenes and everything Mm -hmm. it's incredible all right moving on to number four the absolutely you can only mention one lady phantom what is the absolutely must own 4k disc that people have got to get right after they hear you mention it lucy And is that because it's the best of the best? I mean, there is,
1: yeah. You know, I mean, I I wish I could go with, I mean, the things that if you are talking about a, a must own disc, I mean, at least it has to be the best of the best and a good movie as well. And I heard many people criticize the movie because of the theme. But the reality is that many times when you watch movies, you have to turn off your brain or you have to just go with it you know and lucy feels the the i mean it's great it's a fantastic movie with great acting and the 4k is (laughs) phenomenal i mean what can i say
0: oh well i can't argue with that i mean i love the movie i gave it a 10 you gave it a nine Mm mm-hmm so that's why we have a 9.5 rate now the four that we have a pluses remember they're ranked via movie rating too so lucy disc ain't better than mortal engines or van Helsing. they're all a plus but her choice is the one you must buy right now is lucy my choice is not an a plus i mean you must have all of ours in the demo worthy but this is the one for maybe personal reasons or whatever she picked lucy mine is terminator 2 judgment day you want to talk about you have never seen this movie ever in any conception like you have seen this on the 4k version not only that it's one of the cheapest 4Ks out there. You can get this movie for 10 bucks anywhere, probably three or four used by the new one. But the difference in coloring and the digital effects and the wide color gamut and the popping and the level of detail in this movie over the original movie from 30 years ago This is a must-own disc. Buy it right now. This movie has been panned, Lady Phantom, if you want to talk about this. People have hated this release because they got rid of all the grain, and oh my God, there's so many reasons. This is how 4K movies of older movies should look. You will be blown away. Not only is this a 10-rated movie to me, This movie started so many other movies down the road. It's so monumental in film history, what was achieved in digital effects at this time. And it is a fun, hardcore movie with incredible sound. It doesn't get an A plus because it's not Atmos, but not being Atmos, this is the best track. I think of all the discs or competes with some of the other ones that aren't in Atmos. Yeah. It's an incredible score, incredible sound, the effects, everything around you. And you must own this disc for the visuals, Lady Family.
1: Oh, absolutely. James Cameron puts so much care into the things he does. And you know that when they release movies like this one, he will personally <laughs> check it out. That's why I am super excited for maybe one day watching uh, 4K Titanic.
0: Maybe. Oh, I want to see Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Avatar is going to be incredible. I hope and I think he will be complete because I think he himself worked on Terminator too. Uh-huh. I mean, I know he had to give the approval, but he himself put years into this release. Yeah. And um, if he does that with Avatar, oh my God.
1: Yeah, I know Like, there isn't, I think, a single movie that I can think of right now that has so much potential for the white collar gamut as Avatar, for example, right. and the and the HDR and <laughs> the Atmos, you know, the, the the flying things and everything. But I'm also very excited for uh potential Titanic release because <laughs> that could look and sound out of this world because, I mean you know it's titanic but yeah i mean going back to to terminator and two. and terminator 2 exactly and i've said it before like i was really blown away because everybody was talking so much trash about it and i was like wait a minute and then you know not
0: what? only that he fixed a couple scenes yeah, people and that's, were upset how I'm, can you be upset at that?
1: that's where i'm going now it's like many people were upset because things were fixed in the movie and they were like, but that's not like the original movie was what about the face that it changes and then this. And I mean, these people are so arrogant because I mean, excuse me, it is James Cameron's movie and what he does with his movie. It's his right to do. It's not yours. I mean, yes, movies are successful because people watch them. That's true but the movie doesn't belong to you. It's the idea. It's the story of somebody else. It's, um, to give you an example, and I know it's completely off topic, but I'm thinking Game of Thrones here. Like so many people have said so many horrible things about the last season of Game of Thrones, because it went in ways that you would never go and blah, blah, blah. First of all, they were out of material, of raw material, let's say, because, I mean, those books are not out yet, so whatever. But they did what they did, you know? And if you don't like it, that's fine. But it's like, why do you get so upset because Daenerys would have never done that or blah, blah, blah? How do you know? How do you know? It's not your story. I think it's very arrogant to to be like that with movies. Plus, I have to say that my favorite episode of Game of Thrones ever is in the last season, and I don't care.
0: Well, the Phantom went way off topic. I what know. Knows? I mean, because it's it basically the about point. the visuals.
1: But it's—I mean—but it goes to the point of like if James Cameron wanted to fix whatever he couldn't fix back in the day, it's his but right it's to do it. Not even
0: about that though. But, too. Many, yes, but yes, that yes, did get criticized. But people hated how crystal clear and how vibrant this movie it lost its filmic appeal well people this is a futuristic film with robots and cyborgs the perfect movie to bring it into 2020 oh my god the visuals in this movie rivals any of our other demo worthies on visuals by far
1: yeah and it also goes to my point it's like it's really arrogant to go like oh it lost the grain it lo- it lost the filmic look and blah 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 well then don't buy it don't watch it but don't trash it because Those it's people not
0: shouldn't fair even have 4K, yeah
1: <laughs> it's because yeah it's not fair to trash a, a movie that obviously took a lot of work to produce that well because it's it's an amazing and presentation it's another
0: one like 2001 that shows what can be done in today's time by bringing them into this 4K format what we want we want that super detailed clarity and vibrancy if you want a dull muted flat picture watch it on VHS or DVD yeah
1: do flat yourself up. a favor and exactly. and don't trash movies and yeah
0: Okay, our last movie here we're going to discuss in this special is the must-own 4K disc for audio, Lady Phantom. If you want to really show off the system, which is your movie to tell the fans to get?
1: I have two. (laughs) One repeated, which is Kong, Skull Island. I'm
0: just with you. I Same for me.
1: Because, I mean, come on and mortal engines i was actually very much blown away by that movie but i think
0: kong Kong, works better because of the creatures flying. even though there's some flying and stuff going on in mortal engines i think the totality of kong with the base and the creatures and the planes and the land and the growls and grunts oh my god this is the disc to get for sound no doubt
1: and like loud so you can hear all the growls and everything It, it must be like that
0: it's just an incredible atmos track by far it's one if you got the full set of speakers and a loud system and somebody comes over throw in kong now that's not to diminish the other ones because lucy has a great soundtrack but in kong it just excels because the type of movie it is (laughs) for one with all the creatures and everything and going to this land and bombs and torpedoes and everything like hacksaw ridge is another standout yeah this too but kong with that bass like you get growls and bumps and shaking. you get shaking in mortal engines too no doubt about it yeah
1: now i have a question for you
0: well i got one more thing that i Ah, didn't write down all right and this is just an open subject i think it's important to mention i would like to let you know out there some of these franchises have produced some amazing discs for sets in the franchise i have to mention the fast and furious franchise all the discs we only got one left to cover this year all them discs look great they're all b b plus or in the a category Mm every one is incredible they're all 2k up convert to four they're super vibrant hdr all over them they pop people's faces are so super clear you see blemishes everywhere they did great perspective in all these movies too yeah to highlight or hide how tall people are and stuff now with the movies they jumped the shark and a lot of these but for an action the whole franchise is incredible by the set if that's your thing and also the john wick's They're in the A and B++ category. Like, we should actually amend it because we have John Wick 2 on the demo. The trilogy should be in there because they're all so close. There's some standout, beautiful, gorgeous scenes on mirrors and fighting and blue light. Oh,
1: that, yes. And
0: the sound and everything. That's another franchise, get them all, well-produced discs. Now, is there any franchise... We haven't covered all the Harry Potters yet, but the, so far it's starting out that way.
1: Yeah, and all the, I think, actually, as for as of now, like the rest, they are going to be all digitally filmed, I think. But I'm not very sure.
0: Okay, well, we can't talk about it. I was just wondering any other franchise what I just did.
1: Well, I mean, I would say the John Wick For me, because, yes, I mean, the Fast and the Furious are, they are very consistent. They are incredibly consistent. Oh, yeah, The colors in that
0: movie are outstanding.
1: Yeah. Although, like, yes, of course, they jumped the shark. But, hey, it's cars. It's fast cars. I mean, it's not like you're going for a Pulitzer Prize, right? But they are not that consistent. Not as much as John Wick. I mean, John Wick, the, the, the three movies are just incredible to look at, and they don't miss a beat in the three movies. It's amazing. Now, I'm still holding my thoughts and my opinions for the rest of the Harry Potters, and I can't wait to watch
0: The Lord of the Rings. And that'll be coming up this year sometime. Yes. So, end the show, Lady Phantom. You got a question.
1: Yeah, what is your most memorable scene? in 4k
0: well i had no idea she was going to spring this on me so the first thing that popped in my head was the underground bunker scene in 1917 it just blew me away when i seen that scene it's just a bunch of military men in a bunker underground that's pitch dark lit by candles and oh my god The black levels and how the lights flickering from the candle on the characters' faces is just, I was like, oh my God, I said it. And every time I see it, I'll say it. It it was just blew me away how good that scene was. Now, there's a lot of other scenes if you gave me five minutes to think, but that's what popped in my head.
1: And funnily enough, my most memorable scene is also from 1917. But it's the one in the church courtyard there with mm. the, when it's being bombed. It, it was wow. I mean, I don't even have words for that. It's, it was just like complete dark, followed by a shower of light, and then dark again. And then the camera's moving, and you're like, what's going on? What am I watching? Why is this so beautiful? And why am I so sad at the same time? Yes, and looking at our
0: list of Demo Worthies, I could pick out scenes from each one of them movies too, like we talked about Van Helsing, that opening scene. Yeah. Everything in there. There's the opening scene in Terminator 2, when you see them robots coming with them that blue glow. Oh, my God. Like, there's just so many scenes. The Lucy scene would be the monkey scene. That monkey... Looks so too real. <laughs> it feels like I could touch it. The way its eyes and mouth move, like you've never seen images like that until 4K.
1: Yeah, to me, the 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 Lucy scene would be the tree one, when she is looking at the trees and she can oh, tell right. how the, how the, the the like they are they have blood of many colors, you know, inside, and she can see it. It's like. <sighs> And that movie stands out to me because we did compare it to the to the uh, how it would look on Blu-ray and it's just absolutely different.
0: Oh right, absolutely. And I'll tell you what with most 4K discs, even the subpar ones, you can usually pick out a scene or two yeah. that really makes you grin. You're like, "Oh, they did that right. That looks so beautiful. The colors are vibrant. Like everything was right." That definitely happens like we could do a top 100 best scenes actually <laughs> yeah but yeah that's what came to my mind and like i was blown away when i seen that scene all right this is our longest episode hopefully you stuck by us here we do have a bonus episode with a fan request coming out in a few days so you don't miss any extra reviews this week and what's your final thoughts lady Finn?
1: People, thank you so much because we wanted to do this to, I don't know, shed a light on things that we thought were important in 4K and because there was nothing like that out there. And the response is really heartwarming and I really want to thank all of you for being so kind and for listening to us and just know that we will be there you know because this is what we do
0: absolutely for lady phantom i'm bill shetty thanks for sticking with us get that subscription we're gonna lead you out with our extended bonus episode music so we'll catch you on the next movies in 4k